This is Wrestling is for Girls, a podcast for everyone. Each week we discuss Raw, SmackDown, and recent pay-per-views, and we hope against hope that someone will come and save us from Austin Theory. Sorry, everybody, this is not the week. I am Jillian, and I am here with Abigail. How are you doing, Abigail? I mean, sad that we have not been saved from Austin Theory, but <laughs> cautiously <laughs> optimistic that one day. One day one we day. will. That's what keeps me going. <laughs> well, we have a lot to cover this week, so I'm going to jump right in with SmackDown. And the show opens with a fun match, a Fatal 4 Fatal four Way, geez, Fatal 4-Way qualifying match, which is the second of two Fatal 4-Way qualifying matches to see who is the number one contender for the intercontinental no u.s championship sorry u.s championship and this week we had Rey mysterio sheamus cameron grimes why the fuck he was in there i'm not sure (laughs) and los angeles night like why cameron grimes he hasn't been anywhere doing anything i assume that like he just got back from the moon and he's guaranteed (laughs) a certain number of appearances every year so they were like shit let's just throw him in here yeah they're like, well, he made it all the way to the moon. We promised him we'd put him on the show if he made it to the moon. Right. We're, we're a little proud of him. And, you know. There was normally a dude in the crowd. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Go ahead. There was a dude in the crowd who I think was a wrestler. I can't remember at this point. I think he might have been an NXT dude. I'm not sure. Who had, like, this sweet, like, dragon luchador mask on. Oh, I think that's, is that Dragon Lee? Was he with a, Maybe. a blonde guy with longer hair? Maybe. I, I was just focused on his cool ass mask because it yes. had like, like, like dragon stuff down the back of it. I was like, that's elaborate and lovely. I can't imagine how much luchador gear costs, like the oh, workmanship man. that goes yeah. into it. It's got to be a fortune. Yeah. Like the really nice, perfectly made masks. Yes. Yes. So- That'd be a fun question to ask Ray someday. Like, dear Ray, dear dad, can you please ask Ray? Ask, ask Ray. Ask what he's doing next Wednesday because we have some questions and if his schedule isn't too busy, he can just phone in. He doesn't have to come to one of us. It's fine. And like, if Wednesday doesn't work, ask him about like maybe a Saturday. Just ask Mm -hmm. him kind of generally when he's free. Well, you know, we'll go back and forth. It's fine. You can be our intermediary. Dad is our booking agent. So how convinced were you that LA Knight was going to win this match? Uh, this is a complicated question because that's what I wanted to happen. Like my notes literally say they have to let LA Knight win this, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But I also was like, they're going to have Ray win it mm-hmm. because it'll be like Santos and Ray, which mm-hmm. is a great story. But since we have just dropped the Los Angeles night ball. I know. And he's so fucking over (laughs) so much. Like he's starting to verge Uh, on like Sammy levels of over Cody levels of like he's creeping up. He's creeping up on love him. He's in that awful place. Sami Zayn has spent time in this place. Jeff Hardy is the king of this space where it's like, we don't have to do anything with him. People love him. We can just trot him out every second week and they'll just eat it up and buy t-shirts. So why on earth would we bother? It's like, what are you doing? That's really stupid. 
It is. It makes me really sad. I'm just waiting. Something no. good's going to happen. I just, I have to, just like I have to keep hoping that Austin Theory is going to disappear in a puff of smoke, I hope that something good happens for Los Angeles and not another Mountain Dew blackout match. I mean, no, I don't want that even for Austin Theory or Logan Paul. I don't want them to have to go through a branded match. Those are absolutely the worst. If it were Logan Paul, though, it'd be his stupid energy drink match. So, uh, yeah, I do. When we are finished discussing this segment, I have a hope for Los Angeles coming out of all this. So I will, I will share it with you. Then. Okay. Um, while we were watching this, my spouse said that Ray was in his Lisa Frank era. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> all these really bright like neon-y colors yes that's so spot on he looked like my pencil box circa 1992 it was fantastic i love it so much beautiful um well definitely uh contra to (laughs) to our hopes austin theory comes rolling on in to interfere in the match (sighs) he ruins literally literally everything (laughs) I want him to like ruin a Logan Paul match. Like just go ruin, like you guys just roll off in a corner and fight each other. It's like, okay, we accept that you are just shitty, right? So use your shitty powers for good. Mm-hmm. Do something good go. for the people, Austin. No, yeah. no, of course not. Um, Santos comes in to save the day. Mm-hmm. And of course, we all know Ray wins at the end of it. I thought my cat was scratching at the door for a second. It's just a ghost. <laughs> she um, wants to record. The ghost <laughs> wants to record. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Ray wins this. So it's going to be Ray versus Santos in the fatal two-way qualifier. <laughs> the, the fatal two-way qualifier for the chance to possibly maybe become the U.S. champion. It's the deadly duo qualifier. I will <laughs> beg of you to get these technical terms correct. <laughs> uh, what is your uh, LA Knight prediction? So, look, I mean, we're coming out of this, right? Like, I really want to see a title change here. I, I don't <laughs> 100% care which one of them defeats LA, not LA Knight, Austin Theory, but I desperately want one of them too. And I think yeah. if if I was doing this strategically as a creative, I would think Ray doesn't need it. Like Ray is in the phase of his career where he is helping these other guys who are up and coming get over, right? He's made, mm-hmm. It's like what Edge is doing with Grayson Waller. You come out and you have a really good match with Grayson Waller and you kind of, you give him the rub. You know, that sounds filthy. I'm sorry I said that. But... <laughs> Like, so Ray doesn't need it, but Santos really does, right? If Santos is going to start climbing the ranks, it's time for him to, if not win a title, at least have a great, like, title feud. Um, Now, Austin Theory is not going to give that to anyone, but I really believe in Santos Escobar. Um, But I would love to see Santos win, and then him and LA Knight have a really great protracted feud. Yeah, that would be fun. I would enjoy that a lot. I'm and ready I, for LA Knight to do anything. Like, just let's, <laughs> he's got a feud with somebody. This is just like, he just keeps coming in and complaining about stuff. And it's like, come on, let's just get him into something. And I, I feel like let's not be afraid to let them have a couple big matches, like do some buildup. So yeah, I had gone back and I was watching um, some of the Triple H and Jeff Hardy rivalry for the heavyweight title 
back from 2008, which is for reasons that are no one's business, but my own. And like, they had a protracted buildup, like theirs was a rivalry of respect. Right. But it went on for like three frigging months. So we can do this. We can kind of build it up, let them go back and forth. Yeah. It doesn't have to, everything has to be a rush. I feel like it's like, no, it really doesn't. Like let us savor Los Angeles. Let us enjoy them. I agree. So that's my dream. I'm with you. Um, let's jump ahead a little bit. Woo-woo. To a match between Charlotte Hey No Bodysuit and EO Sky. <laughs> Pretty exciting. Okay, I've decided me. that, like, for a while, EO's entrance kind of weirded me out. But I've realized it's mm-hmm. just, like, she just kind of, like, stumbles down like a drunk sorority girl down the <laughs> She's, you don't know me. She's always feeling herself in this really strange and vaguely threatening <laughs> way. And I aspire to be that person, honestly. I feel like the only time I see people like that is when they're drunk. So that's why I went with drunk sorority girl. <laughs> no offense to sorority girls everywhere. That's just my my experience. It is. Um, the beginning of this match felt super weird to me. I don't know if it did to you, but like Charlotte kept ending up like facing away from the camera it was so strange like she was like facing that side of the crowd like over and over again and like kind of blocking it was really really strange like the hard camera not the one that you know moves around all the time it was bizarro for a while you remember when she came out and she cut that promo that was very much like a cody promo but it didn't work for her at all Right. Maybe she was like, you know what? He comes out and he panders to everybody who's not on the hard camera side. So maybe mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. But because it's Charlotte, it felt weird and it was awkward. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Bailey was sitting ringside to, well, I guess announce side to cheer on <laughs> EO. And, you know, again, we got some delightful interactions between Bailey and Cole, which are always a lot of fun. Always really um, good. And he dare asked Bailey about damage control. And she was like, you've been doing stupid shit like this since I was born. (laughs) Their hatred is so beautiful. It's so wonderful. I love it. I hope Um, that in reality, they are like odd couple BFFs. I know. I bet they are. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I just feel like that kind of like hilarious animosity has got to be because they're buddies. Like, I hope they have lunch dates and they gossip about everybody and it's super cute. They, Bailey seems like she gets along with everybody. I bet. Seems like the kind of person that just like everybody likes. Except Shotzi. Shotzi was radicalized last week. (laughs) I mean, so I. So, like, I know that there were other circumstances happening, but I was like, does someone cutting your hair really send you that far off the deep end? Like, they just, they cut your hair a little bit, (laughs) Chatsy. I think, I think if it does, that's really a sign that some other things are in play (laughs) and you should speak to a counselor or a spiritual advisor or just a trusted friend. So I have to wonder, I mean, this is obviously going to become a thing and I have to wonder how effective of a thing this is going to be and what, to what end they're bothering doing this. Like, is this to try to drive a wedge in, um, I almost said judgment day in damage control, like 
I don't. I don't know. Ultimately, the match actually ended up being a really good match. I think the, yes. the beginning part was kind of weird and wooden, but it, I thought it was actually really great. That's exactly what I wrote down. Like in the beginning, I was like, oh, it's a little disappointing. Charlotte especially feels a little wooden and things just feel stilted and off. And mm-hmm. that's really frustrating when women's wrestling has felt a little shafted lately, you know? Yeah. But then I was like, oh, no, we got it into gear. This was this was better than I thought it was going to be for sure. Yeah. And Asuka attacks. As she do. So she's in wreaking havoc wherever she can. I've been really loving Asuka's fashion lately. Like she's just so colorful and fun. I really enjoy her. I also like her weird business casual outfits. She's so weird. I love it. It's delightful. It's like she has to make a presentation at two to a client and then she has wrestling at six so she's just she doesn't have time to go home and no change. time to change she's got no. to eat in there somewhere she's got to take notes from her presentation she's got like three zooms and then she has to catch up with her manager and then she's got to be over to the arena um anything else about this match you'd like to talk about um i don't think so just uh i noticed how happy everyone was to see oscar and like maybe we could get these champions in the ring doing what they do a little more often because it feels like our champions don't wrestle it's really frustrating and they're champions not just because they're good at what they do i mean let's face it we don't dole out championships based on aptitude in the ring like people like to see them these are the people (laughs) we're excited about there's a reason why people buy those goddamn belts from like the wwe shop they like to see them in the ring like yeah you're totally right I just, I don't get it. I feel like you win a championship and then it's like getting promoted into the C-suite at a bad company. And they're like, oh, you don't actually do anything now. You just chill and have lunch meetings. Which, I mean, for me, that sounds great. But But for my entertainment, it's piss poor, you know. Exactly. (laughs) Well, let's skippity-doo-dah ahead a little bit. Um, We have a match between... Austin Theory and Santos Escobar. We do. Potential preview of the US Championship match. Who knows? Um, yeah. I was just begging the whole time that I really wanted I think this was was this also just like a random championship match? No. No, okay. this was a non-title competition. Yep. Okay, I couldn't remember because I wrote down like, please let him win the U.S. championship. So I think I'm just doing wishful thinking. So it was complicated because Austin Theory earlier in the night is like, I don't like Santos Escobar. And Adam Pierce was like, oh, look at all the fucks I don't give piling up in my hand. And Austin was like, I want to fight him. And Adam Pierce is like, well, then put your title on the line. And ultimately he wouldn't, but they got to fight anyway. That's right. I remember. Thank you. Yeah. Um the the hope still remains that somebody please anybody. kicks austin theory's ass anybody please. at all and santos is a, a great person <laughs> to do that he is there was i feel like he's slowly getting more like his hype is what, what's the word i'm trying to say he's like he's slightly he's getting more a rising. little more popular yeah. i think every time we see him well, and it's it's frustrating to me because I look at somebody like Santos Escobar and I look at somebody like Austin Theory and I'm like, Santos Escobar literally has everything you're looking for 
in a rising champion who will one day hopefully rise out of those mid-card titles and up into the top tier. Like mm-hmm. he's exceptional in the ring. He is charismatic. Um, it seems like he's good with fans. He's also like nice to look at, which I'm not gonna lie, I don't think hurts. Like, dude has a lot going for him. And like Austin Theory is some cold mm-hmm. oatmeal that I left in a bowl in the sink this morning, and now there's water on it. it boring and gross. Yeah. So if we could just like Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't I don't understand why boring we haven't pushed gross. ahead with Santos Escobar sooner and more aggressively. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. It felt like it was really coming to more and, and not just because of the um, match in Puerto Rico where they had like the um, LWF, the whole LWF thing has kind of died down a bit since then, which is weird. Like it's, it feels like we don't hear much about the LWO as a concept, right? Like it's yes, LWO. Thank you. I don't know why I kept saying LWF. Like they're affiliated, but they're not doing anything as a group, which I don't mind, but it it feels like they should have cemented their goals as a group, like they did with the Judgment Day and the Bloodline, instead of just like, yeah, they're a club, but it doesn't really mean a lot. Yeah. Like a rotary membership. Yes. You go to a meeting once a week, <laughs> you have lunch, and sometimes you write a check, and that's it. Sometimes there's a raffle. It's nice. Everybody likes a raffle. <laughs> Uh, I went to a Rotary Club meeting as a kid, and I won a raffle. What'd you win? Uh, it was money. My um, my dad took me, and that's really he cute. Was in the Rotary. Anyway, um, so ultimately, uh, Santos kicked Austin's ass, which was lovely to see. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. that if Santos is the one to face. Uh, for the championship face Austin Theory for the championship sorry uh, I hope that he wins like I just need I need Austin Theory to go away yeah I I'm so ready although I have to admit Austin Theory did one thing in this match that really delighted me what's that when he called for a timeout <laughs> I didn't see that like dude there's no timeouts you can't have a timeout that's amazing he called for a timeout like since he wants one i suggest we give him an extended timeout where he loses his title and he goes away for three to six months and then he comes back branded as something that isn't awful yep a sabbatical Mm -hmm. just send him away let him write a book send him wherever you send lacey evans when she is not doing anything Ugh, depths of hell after this match there's like a quick little promo for SummerSlam and I realized that I think this was the first time I noticed that they were playing um a Steppenwolf song for the theme yes. song of SummerSlam mm-hmm. and one I was like I wonder how much they paid for that but two I was also like hey man this pay-per-view is in Detroit <laughs> Detroit is yeah. like notoriously wonderful I don't know Notorious isn't the word but renowned for the amazing music that has come out of Detroit out of the years. I don't know if you've heard of Motown, but (laughs) like they could have done like get some fucking Detroit musicians or at least someone that had the Detroit sound that might not have been like directly from Detroit, but they were part of Motown. Like it makes me so mad. (laughs) Can I offer a cautionary counterpoint to this argument? 
Sure. Oh no. <laughs> if you push for a Detroit artist, you are gonna get Kid Rock. I mean They are we... so far up his crusty asshole, you don't want that. That's true. Maybe something good would happen like Eminem. Like Eminem you know steps on Kid Rock's mustache and just, you know, does his thing. I love that. I feel like Eminem probably likes wrestling. He seems like a dude who who would be down with watching some wrestling. Although I feel like most dudes seem like a dude who might be down with watching some wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I agree. So a little bit later on, we have a match between the new NXT North American champion, Dominic Mysterio, Mm -hmm. and Butch from the Brawling Brutes. Now, earlier we saw them backstage, and I have to say, I heard Butch speak like where I was paying attention to him speak for like the first time. Yes. And his voice sounded nothing like I thought it would sound. What did you expect? I something more Captain Caveman. I don't know. Like I didn't I just he just sounded like his voice sounded kind of deeper than I thought it would sound. Yeah. And like I don't know. It just it was very it was very strange to my ears. I don't know. I mean, this is your first. I remember hearing him talk a lot in NXT UK, so it didn't surprise me as much. But yeah, I was just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I have to say that. So I noticed this, I think, on Instagram. Probably I saw some little video of Dom holding his new title and they were doing like photos, like a photo shoot of him with his new title. And he kept sticking out Mm -hmm. his tongue. And he did it again when he came out for this match, like sticking out his tongue. And I was just like, let's not do that anymore. That looks really stupid. It's, I get that maybe it's kind of in line with your character, but it's really dumb. I don't like it. You've been really making some strides, Dominic. Like you've been really worming your way into our hearts here. Yeah. The wrestling is for girls podcast. And this is a step in the wrong direction. I, I think it's a chronic problem with wrestlers. They want their tongues outside their mouths and um, they don't need to be there. The tongue goes inside the mouth. That's why there's that little, like little dish in your jaw for it to sit in. So you just (laughs) keep it there. It doesn't have to hang out. Why do you think they do it? I I feel like maybe it goes back to the Dudley boys. Do you remember the Dudley boys? I never really saw them wrestle, but I've seen them since. Yes. So they used to do this like what's up thing and they, oh no i'm pretty sure they took it from the budweiser commercial yeah. with the lizards they were like but they would like i think maybe just bubba ray did it i can't remember if devon did it too but they would like kind of eh, what's up you know and it was gross and stupid then and it remains gross and stupid today i hate it okay yep. okay well this match had some interesting things happening during it um, it really did. Butch was doing quite well. Um, mm-hmm. Rhea sneaks Dom a little chain. As she do. Dom was going to do some serious damage, but Ridge saved the day. Ridge Smashed finally Ridge. stopped injuring people and started focusing on helping. Very nice. <sighs> I saw this like, I inadvertently saw this like sort of video, quick little video collection on uh twitter and it was like videos of ridge holland like botching moves and it was just like you know on like twitter like they just autoplay like on mine they autoplay 
And I was just like, oh God, like I, did, I, I didn't want to look, but it was just like in my scroll field. And I was just like, how is he still wrestling? What is going on? It was yeah, so and bad. I, I feel like we welcomed him back after he took Big E from us. So he really needs to clean up his game. You know, like Ridge, if you can't do these things with a high success rate, you need to stop doing them. That's that's the other thing I was thinking is like, why do you keep trying to do this move if you've injured yeah. people? Don't just don't do it anymore. It's okay. You don't have to have every fucking move in your repertoire. Like, right. take it out. And I feel like, you know, <sighs> maybe it's a, a size issue. Like, it's not, he's not capable of doing it with a larger opponent. That's okay. I mean, like when AJ Styles has a larger opponent, he can't do the Styles clash because he literally killed him. That's Ugh. fine. It's not a big deal. We can just adapt yeah. without murder. Good God. So upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, eventually Pretty Deadly came out. And did. I think Elton was in the wheelchair. Uh, yes, Elton is in the wheelchair. Prince William. Prince William. I mean, these two. <laughs> this this whole thing is just i really enjoy pretty deadly i can't help it <laughs> so and insane. i enjoy i enjoy wade barrett talking about yeah. pretty deadly like together they are a dynamite trio they really are yeah he has an enduring love for him for them i should say yes so they came a rolling on out to wreak some havoc because they've been kind yeah. of wreaking some havoc here and there with various tag teams and mm -hmm. Dominic retains. It was it was a it was for the North American Championship, wasn't it? Yep, yep. It's so funny. First title defense. Was, I think it was his first title defense. Yeah, he was the first superstar to be in the main event on SmackDown, Raw, and NXT in the same week. Ever. And isn't it isn't it inspiring that he did this all after the trauma of incarceration? Wow. He's really it's made his way blazer. back. Yeah. <laughs> an icon, an advocate, an athlete. <laughs> wow. Is there anything else you'd like to say about this match? No, that was it. Um, I <laughs> I enjoyed it. And I really liked that uh, Wade Barrett was just really happy that Dominic overcame his tough upbringing to make it all happen. You know? <laughs> really sweet. Uh, I bet Dom had the best life. I bet he did too. I bet those kids were spoiled. Yeah. Um, although yeah, I'm sure his dad was gone a lot though, and that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Uh well, let's jump to the sort of main event. The <laughs> main attraction, really? if you will. Yeah. Uh Jay, main event Jay Uso and the Bloodlines, Solo, Roman, and Paul Heyman. Yes. And we find out they're gonna they're talking about like their match at SummerSlam. So Jay and Roman are going to face each other at SummerSlam. And we know that this match has is tribal combat. And I realized that tribal combat is exactly the same as Viking rules. I mean, what are the odds? It's really strange. It makes you wonder if there's going to be a boat involved. Because <laughs> when we have Viking rules, we have all this stagecraft that we do. So I'm ready. My soul just... is prepared. I'm hoping they don't put out anything that's like very offensive <sighs> to Samoan people. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. like, can we not, guys? 
I hope that Roman Reigns is in a position of power as such that he can say, fuck you, no, we're not doing that. That's ridiculous. I hope so too. Yes, I hope so as well. Um, so there's a point where Solo, of course, wanted to spike Jay because Solo is spike happy and wants to spike he everybody. He loves spiking. It's just a matter of time before he spikes Roman, right? I mean... Oh, I think so, yeah. Like, there's no way he's not going to at some point, right? Yeah, no way. Um... And he super kicked Solo in yes. return. So lots of super kicks happening. I have a question for you, kind of, from all of this Viking rules, tribal combat, etc. Do you think that, like, I feel like there's been a lot of these matches lately where there's, like, no holds barred, no rules. Yeah. Do you feel like that takes the novelty away from those sort of matches because it feels like those matches used to be kind of special i think as long as we don't get them repeated like if we're having tribal combat every third pay-per-view or like tonight on smackdown tribal combat i think as long as you guard them a little like you know we get a fight pit once in a while we get uh <laughs> you know a tribal combat we get viking rules like twice a year like i can live with yeah. that my okay. dad loves a concept match. He really I does. love a concept match. I really do. Same. But I, I feel like I feel like we need to tweak the rules a little bit. Like, I don't know, make a tribal combat match at least somehow different from a Viking rules match. Well, the boat will be different. That's true. The boat will be there probably won't be shields. There'll probably be something else. Like yeah. some kind of ancestral Samoan weapon. Yeah. Crafted by the elders. I mean, I don't know. I think some of the storytelling is different here too. Like Viking rules is just like we're gonna build something that looks cool, but this has all this depth, right? Like it does. Roman is mad that Jay didn't go to the elders about this, and then Jay gives the big reveal that the elders were behind it all along. Like this has a rich history. I missed that part completely. Yeah, yeah. There's wow. the elders are uh, are concerned. I don't think they're on Roman's side. Ooh, because he's being a dick bag. Yes, I also I love the idea that like all the old people in their family are like sitting around having a barbecue, <laughs> like dishing about this and deciding what's going to happen. It really pleases me. And they're like, Roman, stop bringing the mahi mahi. He's got to go because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. everybody loves mahi mahi in their family. You got to be generous with the seafood. It's the right thing to do. <laughs> Don't leave it on the plane to get warm. No, no, that's gross. That's disgusting. <laughs> I continue to look forward to this match. I mean, if this match at SummerSlam is a disappointment, I'm just going to like lie on the floor and die. I just, I'll be so sad if it's just boring or dumb or something. I find it hard to believe it will be boring because I really think these two can put on a great show. Mm -hmm. And I also mm -hmm. think like the emotional weight behind this and like the story building weight is fantastic, right? Yep. Like, so during commentary earlier on this wade barrett said something that i thought was really apt like jay is not at his best when he is very emotional mm -hmm. and jay is very emotional because he can't stop being very right like he's always yeah. like in his feelings about this stuff and i think they're kind of tapping into something here that is behind a lot of big like hero arcs or coming of age stories or quest stories where it's like jay is not the right guy for the job right like he gets angry too quick he's always in his feelings 
-hmm. you know he crumbles under pressure but he's the guy who has to do the job yeah i mean that's like that's harry potter right harry potter is not the brightest wizard of his age but he is the one who has to do the thing yeah so i think that that makes for a very interesting build up to this. And when you pair that with a great match that I expect these two to give us, and I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of fuckery during this match, right? Like solo, what's he doing? What's Jimmy doing? Are mm-hmm. we going to have, is Sammy going to be around? What's going to happen? You know, so, <laughs> I do keep hoping Sammy will show up. Sammy better show up. Sammy needs I'm, to be there for him in this moment. I'm always hoping for Sammy. Me too. That's a really good analysis though. I'm thank you for thank that. You. You're welcome. Are you ready to conclude SmackDown? Well, I'm ready to get raw, if that's what you're asking. Well, that was going to be my next question, so you anticipated it. Let's get raw. I I know you pretty well. So we start out raw with the Jujmont day. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I am convinced at this point that Rhea is an action figure come to life. Like... (laughs) Whenever they show her, when they do like the silhouette, you know, kind of like not silhouette, but like the dark with like the yes. sta- the smoke and the like spotlight, like her <laughs> her silhouette is like she looks like an action figure. <laughs> yes, it, like she has not skipped shoulder day in like a hundred <laughs> years. I, it's incredible. At one point, like there was just this shot was a close up on her back, and I was like, God. How does how do you get there? Uh, you 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 make it your full time job. That's fair. That's like, a very good analysis of that. Yes. Like I aspire to have a back like one tenth as strong as hers. So. Right. Um, looks like Dominic got some new uh art. Yeah. Did you notice he had like that really large tattoo on his right arm? I think so. Yeah. I think we're it talking looked about new. Something. Unless he just mm-hmm. like greased it up, but it looked like it was new ink. Yeah, and I mean his tattoos look relatively fresh in general, but that looked a little fresher. So it did. He's going for it. Good for him. Did you see the sign that somebody had that was really mean? I didn't. What did the sign say? Diarrhea Ripley. Okay, diarrhea Ripley is my favorite <laughs> thing. It's not the first time I've seen it, but I oh, love it. Okay. Well, there was oh, I so saw mean. I saw a video where a kid had a diarrhea Ripley sign and of course Rhea went over and like tore it up and got, it was really cute. Yeah. But yeah, I <laughs> diarrhea Ripley gets me every time. It's so gross. <laughs> it's amazing. So uh, as the Jujmont day are, you know, trying to do their thing, mm-hmm. our favorites, KO and Sammy interrupt the guys and they're allowed to interrupt. <laughs> without someone saying their name because they're the champions. I, uh, you hear that little chant the KO got? He deserved it. He can interrupt whenever he wants. He's the guy. No, he's great. Fine. I love They him. played his music that time. Yeah. It was his moment to shine. I know. I was like, this is great. Um, they show up. KO tells, <laughs> KO tells Dominic, <laughs> the best thing he could do for the whole of the wrestling business is to shut his mouth forever. So, <laughs> I mean, sometimes KO has a point and we should take it under consideration. Uh, it's just, it never, every single time Dominic goes to speak and the crowd just gets like so much louder, I giggle every single time. Like, it is so delightful to me and it makes me laugh so much. 
and it's just like how well they all roll with it i think is wonderful because i would just be laughing all the time it's one of the best things when wrestling is just profoundly fun for Mm -hmm. the audience whether you are at home or watching in the arena so i'm a huge fan of that i'm hoping that at some point we get to go boo dominic Uh, that is my dream and i'll feel a little bad about it because i kind of love the kid now but yes i would love to boo him in person i do all the participation like i don't care if it's someone i don't like i'm gonna put the finger up for roman i'm gonna chant for the people i don't like i am absolutely one of those people who's like yes destroy the tribal chief and the minute he comes out i'm like i acknowledge you (laughs) yes 100 (laughs) percent. i am i'm just going where the wind blows Mm mm-hmm so we learned that Dom and Sammy are going to fight for yes. Dom's championship. <laughs> Dom okay. is never going to have a dull moment with this championship. Everybody wants it. It's so funny. I just think it's funny. They're just going to like, I don't think they would do this, but just like the idea of the NXT championship just being passed around SmackDown and or Raw. Like, yeah, it's everywhere. We took your uh, women's tag belts. You're not getting those back because those are now a new belt. We're going to take this one. We'll get back to you. It's just like, are you guys just going to absorb NXT? What's happening? That's. I was like, is your plan to close down NXT by Q4 2025 or something? Is that it where feels we're headed? Like it. Yeah. It does feel like it. I'm just like, what's, what's happening? Like, they just keep sending people over to NXT to, like, raise a ruckus. I... I'm just, I keep asking myself, like, they just have, like, really bad ratings? Like, I don't know what's going on, but they're, like, really, really involving NXT and everything lately. I mean, my understanding is, like, they want to get more viewership on NXT, so they're sending main roster people there. But I feel like that's a little bit of a dangerous strategy because you will absolutely get some people who are like, oh, this is great, and I'm going to keep watching NXT. And you're absolutely going to have drop-off when people aren't tuning in to see the Judgment Day on NXT. Plus, I question how many people, like, I watch NXT fairly regularly, but I'm not as devoted as I once was. And it's like, would I tune in just to see the Judgment Day if I wasn't already going to watch it? For me, no. No. Yeah, I haven't. I used to watch NXT pretty regularly, but that was ages ago. Mm-hmm. I never know what's going on over there now. So this was a delightful segment. And, of course, we'll see more of this later but in between this and that something important happens and that important thing is cody rhodes he he is important bless his heart his suit this week gets my seal of approval a plus yes i thought he did a nice job this week he looked good sometimes i have to wonder though his suits like he gets some tight pants going and it's like it does how do you like squat and bend in those pants because those are some tight pants Maybe he likes a fabric with a little stretch. Maybe. A little bit. It's really baggy by the end of the day. Yes. He's got like those weird bags like under his butt and around his knees. His wife's just shaking her head like, God, you look stupid. Go size up. Stop buying old Navy jeans. Just kidding, old Navy. You can sponsor us. We love your pants. Um, so Cody says that he thinks Brock should have murdered him. So I feel like Cody's got some issues there. (laughs) Might need a little bit of resolving Cody. Um, my dear, I don't think you really would have wanted Brock to murder you in front of your mother. Cody says things (laughs) 
that sometimes, like, is this for attention or is this a cry for help? Either one is okay. Spoilers, they are both cries for help. It's just mm-hmm. how you define it. Um, you know, Cody doesn't do things by halves. No. And I thought it was really funny when he was like, I'm going to embarrass Bork Lesnar. But I was like, I don't I don't know, Cody. Bork's kind of good about doing that on his own. I mean, have you seen that right. stupid tattoo on his chest? Right. And like the weird Robin Hood hat with the feather that he wears. I... <laughs> Do you remember for when like five years it said Jimmy John's across his ass because he was sponsored? Oh, that's by right. Like... Oh my God. I forgot about that. Do you remember when he talked about having sex with his wife for hours? <sighs> that was very embarrassing. He doesn't need you, Cody. While he thought about, who was he thinking about? Was it Roman? Oh, shoot. I think it might have been Roman he was thinking about. I mean, it's just, it just keeps going. It's not great, so. Ugh. <laughs> I, did, so I did really like, though, that Cody's mom was not impressed with Brock, but Cody was. <laughs> I did That's like great. that, too. She doesn't think much of that. She's so cute. Yeah, and it was really sweet that he got, like, choked up talking about his I mom. Know. Like, you're a fucking adorable, Cody. I know. It was so sweet. I fell down, like, an internet research rabbit hole, and I was, like, trying to figure out all the, like, all the siblings and just, like, who's who yeah. in the Cody Rhodes family. It was fun to research. She seems like a nice person. Well, that's good. I'm glad. They have that Cody... um Peacock has that like Cody documentary. I want to see that. That looks good. I also want to see that. I'm invested. Is it out yet? I think it is out now. Um, And I I suggested to my husband that we watch it and he was very cool about it. So we're getting a divorce, which will give me a lot more time to watch the Cody Rhodes show. I for a second thought he was very cool about it. Like he was cool about it. He was like, yeah, let's watch it. What? Why wouldn't you want to watch it? I think he's a little over my intense feelings about Cody Rhodes. Okay. Does he think that you're going to like leave him for Cody Rhodes? No, it's so much worse. He thinks I am going to keep trying to have an an academic style discourse about Cody Rhodes with him. (laughs) Yeah. If it was just me like, if he thought I was just going to like throw my life away and go on the road in hopes that I could be a ring rat, like he'd be like, whatever, I'll be here when you get back. But (laughs) You know, when I'm like, don't you think that Cody Rhodes really taps into? He's like, I, I just, I have somewhere (laughs) I have to be anywhere but here. So if you do decide to throw everything away and be a ring rat, I'll send you care packages. Thank you. You just have to let me know where you're going to be. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe snacks and all kinds of stuff. Some deodorant. Well, it's really, it's very helpful because you know how Cody posts like which shows he's going to be at on That's Instagram. That's true. You can just follow that. And, That's, you know. Thanks, Cody. You're so helpful. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah. Well, I would like to jump ahead just a little bit. Let's do it. And get to this here championship match between Sami mm-hmm. and Dominic. Yes. Um, That NXT belt is fucking ugly. <laughs> Why does it bother you? What is what makes you? Cause it's I, like I, brown. I think it's brown. I don't. I just saw it. And I was like that belt. Let me. I'm gonna look it up because. Yeah, I can't even picture it. Um, let's see. 
Uh, no, that's not the one. I feel like I need to look up the one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. It's brown. It's brown. I think you're muted. Sorry, I got excited and muted myself. Um, it's brown. It's yeah. two-tone with gold and silver, which doesn't work with the brown. And then it's got like a round front plate. But yep. then the side plates are square, which looks really odd. With circles inside of it. Yes, it is. Ug it's it, profoundly ugly. It's hideous. This image it's... search reminded me of something, too. Ooh, what? So Solo Sokoa was the North American champion, and he had to relinquish it to come to the main roster. But here's freaking Dominic. Oh, How I didn't rude. know that. How rude. I learned that the other day. So earlier when we saw them backstage, uh, like when they were kind of like n n saying this match was going to happen, I thought it was really funny because Dominic was like, well... My dad might have been the U.S. champion, but I am the North American champion. Like, I have more countries than you, Dad. Oh, this is why That's Dominic great. is great. It really is. <laughs> it really is. Um, there was a spot in this match where Sammy, like, jumped on Dom outside the ring. Yeah. And it looked like Dom hit the floor fucking hard. I was like, I yes! he's okay. I was really nervous for him. Went down like a sack of potatoes. Like, oh, honey. They really did. I always worry they're just going to like yeah. slam their head on the ground. Yeah. <sighs> One of my favorite events took place during this match, which was Rhea being ejected from. <laughs> from yeah, she's always so angry. I love it. I The outrage. It like, mm -hmm. just like um, the. What was I just talking about? That always makes me giggle. Oh, just like the booing of Dominic always makes me giggle. The outrage that Rhea shows when she gets kicked out every single time. It just, it cracks me up. I love it so much. Just so upset. But KO got kicked out as well. And that was sad because I love KO. But I feel like that always makes it better when like they get their <laughs> opponent's friend kicked out and they're like, oh yeah. And then yeah. it's like they get screwed and they're like, oh, how could you? It's like, you guys are ridiculous and I love you. I love it so much. Yeah. This was a fun match. I enjoyed it. it. Dom, I feel like Dominic's getting a lot better. I really think he is. And, you know, I think we had to use this match to kind of injure KO's ribs because KO has some, like, broken ribs. So we Does got he really? Like, yeah, he's legitimately injured. We got to write him out for a little while, I think. Oh, I don't know how God. long it takes for this to heal. I feel like rib injuries take a while. I'm looking it oh. up. Oh, that makes me sad. I wondered because I was like, boy, they're now they're because they uh, Rhea and Damien were like beating the shit out of KO on the ramp, yep. which, it, you know, caused Sammy the match, right? Because he got distracted because his BFF yes. was being beaten up. Oh, he's got little broken ribs. KO. It, it looks like a rib fracture takes up to 12 weeks to heal. Man, I wonder when that happened. Yeah, I don't know. Just like painting his house and fell off a ladder oops not wrestling related <laughs> oh man okay so k so oh sammy's the lone wolf now i know i don't know what we're gonna do but I'm, I'm curious to see how we'll handle this i mean i'm guessing there may be some title dropping in their future because of this but oh, fuck. well it frees up sammy to go help jay 
It does. And he is needed in that arena at this point. So I need him in that arena. So. <laughs> I just, I know that like, Sammy and Jacef is not going to endure forever, but I, if I could just have one more hit of the good stuff. I know, I just, <laughs> I always think one more is enough and it never is. I will chase that dragon until I die. <laughs> I'm always looking for that horse. Um, okay, well, let's, let's skitter on forward here. Let's do it. We see Liv backstage with Byron. And, you know, having a chat because Liv's partner is Oot. Yeah. With an injury. Very sad. An actual injury, right? Um, You know what? I don't know. Like, I know later what we see go down with Liv is because she Liv is, is legitimately injured, injured too? Again? Yes. Dang, poor Liv. Yes. I'm looking up Raquel right now. Um, I don't know if Raquel, so they're saying that Raquel has a knee injury. Yeah. I don't know how legitimate that is, but I I do know that. Is it her shoulder again? Okay. I don't know. I didn't say that. I, well, Liv says that she's going to take down Rhea. Right, as she's talking to Byron and Chelsea and Sonia show up. And I'm really enjoying Chelsea and Sonia. I don't enjoy their outfits. Like, I think the black and yellow is awful. But I no. enjoy Chelsea and Sonia a lot. Um, And then Rhea too. shows up and they're scared. And they kind of scamper off. So this rolls into mm-hmm. the match that Liv and Rhea are having. Or are supposed to have. Because the match doesn't even really happen. Because Liv comes in. So angry. She's like doing her little happy dance down the ramp and Rhea attacks her. Like, and then beats the living shit out of her. Like, really badly. I don't understand why this couldn't have happened in the context of, I don't know, this is crazy. A wrestling match. I know. I They keep having Rhea do this and it's like, yeah, she's the bad guy. I get it. But it's like, she's also a fucking great wrestler and it would be great to see her wrestle. Yes. It makes her look like a weak champion. Now I know that Liv cannot have a yeah. real wrestling match right now, right? Like that's an issue. But it doesn't always have to be this. If she can go through yes. the fake beatdown, yeah, she can, like you don't have to make Rhea look like as a character. She is afraid to have a match because yeah. that's where we're headed. I had a moment. So, like, at the end, after, you know, Rhea's, like, stomped on her arm in the chair a couple of times. And she, like, leans down and screams into Liv's face. You mean nothing to me! And I was like, oh. Oh, isn't that true? Wasn't that right? I guess the lady doth protest too much. Mm -hmm. Why would you just yell that in someone's face? Sapphic vibes. (laughs) Because sapphic vibes are valid. Even if they are neglected by this podcast and the wrestling industry as a whole, they are valid. And we have a classic triangulation of X's story in Raquel Rodriguez, Liv Morgan, and Rhea Ripley. I mean, it's about time. I feel like mm-hmm. it's not that our podcast has necessarily neglected them. It's that they have not been presented to us. Mm-hmm. 
right? Like we can only work with the narratives you give us guys. And I, for one, am not going to let this one go. So I love the story of Rhea Ripley (laughs) being everyone's worst possible ex. I'm totally down for that. Mm -hmm. Let's just, I'm fine with recycling the Jay and Sammy story. (laughs) Just like transposing it onto Rhea, Liv, and Raquel. Let's do it. Well, and it's so great, too, because, like, you know, Rhea and Raquel have their breakup in NXT. Then on the main roster, Rhea and Liv try to make it work, but Rhea's heel tendencies become too much. But then Raquel Mm. and Liv find in each other someone who's been through the same shitty experience with the same shitty girlfriend. Yep. But are they quite over her? It seems like no. What's the answer? Polyamory. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they can open their hearts to that. Yeah. So Liv ends up very wounded. I'm sorry that Liv is actually wounded. That's very sad. So it is sad. I <laughs> just did... when she was like coming back, getting her getting her spunk back. I did keep getting mad though that she was like, I can't move my arm. And then she would like move her arm. I'm like, I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> I but I do feel bad for Liv. It was very sad. I don't want her to be out again because I really enjoy no. Liv. It's the same level of frustration when there's people who are supposed to be like crying on a TV show or whatever, and they're making all the crying sounds and like it's doing all cry. the crying, but there's zero tears coming. And I'm like, what are you doing? There's nothing worse We can than see cry. your face. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. It's so true. So after this, there's another instant, another instance, or another chapter in the story of Ricochet and Brogan Paul. And Brogan. Oh. <laughs> he's Brogan now. Okay, pause. Before we started recording, you said, I have a new nickname for Logan Paul, but it's not very good. Bullshit, <laughs> madam. Bullshit. <laughs> Brogan Paul is excellent. 10 of 10. A plus. <laughs> Thank you. He's just such a bro. So <laughs> super bro. Um, basically, I really like that Ricochet's like, hey man, I'm a great wrestler and nobody likes you. <laughs> I love Ricochet is one of those dudes who's a face, but he absolutely has the self-confidence of a heel. He's like, look, he really does. There's no one like me. I am incredible. I am talented. I am handsome. I have all the things, and you. Mm-hmm. You are a dude who eats lunch alone in the bathroom with a tray on his knees every day because no one can stand you. And I just want to make that really clear. You fucking loser. All of those things you just said about Ricochet really makes me like kind of mad because I'm like, why the fuck isn't this dude having a bigger push? And then I had this thought like all this shit with Brogan, it's for Brogan's benefit. It's not for Ricochet's, right? It's it's not like I don't see Ricochet coming out the other side of this being like main event ricochet uso like i just don't see it happening so it makes me sad i'm very curious about it because you know first time we did this logan paul lost to the miz right when he had his his first one-on-one and i was a little surprised because i absolutely thought they would feed the miz to logan paul to like raise his stock and then he's had consistent losses but they've always been since then against people that I was like, yeah, of course he's going to lose this. Per- of course he's going to lose this person, even if I was nervous about it. But mm-hmm. with Ricochet, I absolutely think they will sacrifice Ricochet. 
I know it makes me sad. And I hate that for him. I love Ricochet. Ricochet super kicked him, which was wonderful. Every time this happened, he also called him an arrogant little prick, which I enjoyed so yeah. much. I was like, wow, those are some hard, raw words there for Monday night, Monday night audience. Those are uh, some of the bad swears, and I'd like to hear them more in this context. No, please, please swear, swear at him nonstop. So, I mean, this is going to unfold some more. Ugh. It's not. So it's, has it has it been announced at this point that they're having a SummerSlam match? It has, right? Yeah, I think we're I think we're confirmed for that. I mean, okay. I feel like once the challenge is out, we all know what's going to happen. Yeah. Ugh. I know. <sighs> okay. Well, after this, we see our friend Shayna Baszler backstage. Yeah, our girl with Jackie, mm-hmm. and Shayna is tired of everyone asking her about ronda fucking rousey i get that i mean i don't ever want to hear about ronda rousey so i can't see why shana would no i agree and uh i liked i liked i liked shana here i feel like she's getting a little more confident i don't know it feels better i've never thought of shana baszler as a person who was like great on the mic and i'm gonna say something that's gonna sound terrible shana's got a weird voice yeah she's not like She's never going to be like an announcer. No, but I feel like maybe this is a context she feels comfortable in. Maybe she's been hiding her light under a basket, but I feel like when she gets on the mic, it felt, it feels heartfelt and real now. Yeah. I am proud of her. And aren't they pretty good friends in real life? They are good friends in real life. So maybe let's like, if you and I had a feud, Mm -hmm. we could be really vicious and it wouldn't be a big deal because it's like, we're buddies. (laughs) Okay, but then I, I would like though. I would call you a stank ass hoe or something and start laughing hysterically. <laughs> and it just wouldn't go well. <laughs> You'd just be like one of those heels that giggles about everything. I um so when Shana says that she's going to deal with this in the language that Rhonda understands fighting, do you know where my mind went immediately? No. Fight pit. Will we Ooh. have a fight pit? Ugh. This is the thing. I feel like they're not going to do with this what they could absolutely do with this. And it would be amazing. She could MMA her ass out of the ring. Just let them cage fight. That's what, like, that's their background. We know that Rhonda yes. is actually good at that. Like, so it takes that, like, pressure to choreograph a wrestling match so much off of her, right? And she can just do... Yeah. What she's comfortable with she can grapple did you see her hair later on in the show i i did yes yes i did <laughs> what was she doing one braid forward I, one braid backward i so often wonder what she is doing i also no. when we see her later my husband bless his heart called her mma karen And I just died because yes, like she wants to talk to a manager. Her soup is not hot enough. Like, oh my God, MMA Karen. She's got problems. I don't know. That's amazing. I just, I'm so excited that she wants to leave and this is how she's leaving. Like, I know. Drive her I'm scared that when she 
gone, Shayna Baszler will be like driven back into obscurity. I'm worried about that too. Like I would like this to be a real proving moment for Shayna because I think she deserves it. But maybe she and Ricochet could form a you know mixed tag team where they're both kind of jerks, but they're very good at what they do. And yeah, yeah. I love that. They each have very particular styles. Mm-hmm. The work. I love it. Sigh. Uh, after this, there's a little match, matchy match between Damian Priest and Apollo Cruz. Yes. There's a couple things I wanted to mention about this. That's why I'm bringing it up. One, I think that this, watching this match kind of, and I don't know if it was something somebody said. I don't know for sure, but I was just like, there's really, they're setting up a feud between Damian and Finn. I really yeah. think that that's going to be happening. Yes. Somewhere, some point down the line something's going to happen at SummerSlam. I would be shocked to death if something didn't happen at SummerSlam between those two. The other thing I wanted to mention is that according to Kevin Patrick, (laughs) Apollo Crews said, I've got kids, which made me laugh because I thought about the one guy that he said, I got kids. Heath Slater. Heath Slater, thank you. Yes, which led to one of the greatest moments when they were like at Heath's house and someone was like, (laughs) where are the kids? Are they in school? And he was just like, no. (laughs) So great. Yes. You know what? When you got kids, it's a game changer, right? I mean. That's so good. Anyway, you look like you (laughs) wanted to say something. What did I want to say? Um, Maybe about Damien and Finn. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you know, maybe nothing decisive will happen, but something has to stir the pot at SummerSlam. If it doesn't, that's really stupid. I agree. And I, I want Finn to beat Seth at SummerSlam. I want that for him. Yeah. And it will break my heart if that only lasts for a hot minute because Damien, but I would love to see them kind of drag that out where Finn's like, you're not going to cash in on me. Right. Like you said, and Damien's like, Oh (laughs) yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just because paranoid all the time. We're like heels in the street, but faces in the sheets, buddy. Don't worry. <laughs> like it's fine. So yeah, I I want to see that drama build and play out a lot. That would be so great. I would love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if uh if people who are writing fan fiction about Finn and Damien, which there absolutely has to be people writing fan fiction about Finn and Damien, I assume. It better be. And you know how fan fiction people love to make a portmanteau from their names. Mm. Would they be Din or Famian? <laughs> Ooh, I kind of like Famian. I do too. Kind of like Famian. Famian. They're, uh, <laughs> they're senior demon in the bank. <laughs> Amazing. Demonio. <laughs> senior Demonio in El uh, okay, well, let's hop ahead to another exciting situation. Yes. An ongoing sort of situation. We see Gunther and Drew. Mm-hmm. Drew has on this shirt. I don't know if you, did you look at his shirt? I don't remember his shirt. It was like a caricature of a romance novel cover, but it's like him. And I You're think- You're shitting like, me. No, it's incredible. I don't know if it's a shirt you can buy. You've got to look it up. It's amazing. Like, I think it's probably a shirt you could buy because they always wear shirts that you could buy. And it's like, it's kind of bluish. 
like the like black and like the scenery is kind of bluish i think and i think he's got the claymore and i think there's like lightning but i can't quite i might be making all that up if you could see the furiousness with which i am like yeah. trying to find this shirt i can see the intensity on your face and listen oh my god single-minded is it is it the battle pose shirt i don't know let me like, hold on like fiery rocks underneath him maybe drew mcintyre let me look up his drew mcintyre this recording interface really needs a chat shirts no it does uh here it's oh god damn it it was like in the sponsored thing it's um let me click on it hold on i found it i found it yes battle pose <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> It's absolutely Isn't like that incredible. That is the cover of Ravished by the Scottish Rake. Yes. A hundred percent. I feel like I need to buy this shirt if there's a sale because it is insane. I, can we talk about how we manifested this shirt on this podcast? I think you were the one that talked about it being a romance. I feel like we've novel. talked about that so many times. And now here. I'm just saying they're listening to us with. I mean, they're listening to us. Dad, when you send the check, there better be a shirt in my size with it. Yeah, seriously, Dad. Oh, my God. I mean, I it's incredible. It's, it's such a ridiculous beautiful. shirt. I love it. I love that he was like, yes, let me put this shirt on my body. I, I know what the ladies <laughs> like. And what they like is me as a Scottish lord on a romance novel cover. Without my shirt, because he likes when they look at him without his shirt on. He does like it. He's he really heart. does bless his heart uh he really does so uh he challenges gunther to the icy title yes he does Gunther keeps calling it the icy heavyweight title i was so mad that? i was so mad like gunther that doesn't exist stop trying to upsell your title it was really weird he said it a few times I i'm like my dude i don't i don't think it's called that <laughs> do you think once he said it he was like i'm gonna keep saying it so everyone thinks it's normal and that i really believe that's what it's called <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> he really did. Like, I was, I was outraged. I'm like, I had to Google it while it was happening because I was like, well, he would know better than me. No, he doesn't know better than me. I know. I was really like, I think I remember asking. I think I asked my spouse. I was like, is that, is that really what it's called? We've all just been, oh. motherfucker was gaslighting me. How dare you, Guther? Um. So they're gonna fight at SummerSlam. They are. I am very excited about that. Like, that's going to be a great match. I'm super excited about that. I If motherfucking Seamus comes in and erupts, I'm going to be pissed. Can I tell you, though, that I was really excited that they did the narrative work and they brought it back to WrestleMania. Yes. Gunther's like, you didn't get it done. And Drew was like, yeah, well, I was in my feelings. And then you kind of like <laughs> took advantage of that. I also like that Drew was like, I met Seamus when I was 19 and he was 42. And I was like, you're such a cute <laughs> He's such a bitch. <laughs> Why is wrestling so bitchy and can it never stop? <laughs> I know. <laughs> never change. Never change. Stay just as sweet as you are. So, of course, you know, Ludwig's there and Drew says, you should lead Imperium. And, you know, I I like the idea of their, like, I love all these, like, attempts at sowing seeds of discontent yes. in the stables. I love it so much. Just like just sprinkling little bits of fairy dust of anger around. 
But I also like that Ludwig was like, uh, sir, I don't think you understand. I know my role. I love my role. Yeah. When a person is a service oriented submissive, they don't want to lead Imperium. They want to yeah. catch the coat. Yes. I am together. the keeper of the coat, sir. And I do it with a plum. With Thank great you. pride and tremendous pleasure. Okay. <laughs> F off, Drew. This rolls into a match between Drew and Ludwig. Yes. And I love that when Drew was like, I'll fight you. Ludwig is like really excited, but no one else in Imperium seemed to care. They were just like, all right. <laughs> give a shit. They're like, oh, okay. Fuck ever, Ludwig. You're weird. Um, I feel like this match didn't go super long because I don't no. have like a ton of notes on it. I have more notes about what happened after. But like, did you hear Graves the entire match just like constantly doing a Ludwig Kaiser voice? And it was really good. So this is the thing, right? Like he's doing it. And I'm like, this is not the first time he's done this. He didn't just try this out tonight and realize he could do it. Like that was practiced AF. He walks around at home doing it. And Carmel is just like, please stop. It's just not funny please. anymore. I don't, I, don't want, I don't want the baby to hear it. <laughs> the baby deserves more. amazing <laughs> and you could tell he was so delighted with himself because yes. he kept doing it and i was like okay now it's getting a little old graves but it was pretty good can i tell you though that when you have an impression that you feel you do well <laughs> and you know this from experience with me it's really hard to let it go like it's hard for me if i do wade barrett once on this podcast <laughs> not to do the whole podcast as wade barrett and i don't do wade barrett as well as Corey graves does ludwig kaiser so I feel his Barrett has a specialness to it. You're He's got like... style and panache. Because <laughs> your Wade Barrett is always yelling. Yeah, but like real Wade Barrett is almost always yelling. So I stand That's by that. That's true. A loud man. <sighs> so Drew wins this match. But then, of course, the rest of Imperium come in and beat up Drew. They're jerks. Matt Riddle runs in out of nowhere wearing jeans. <laughs> But still no shoes. Matthew, put on your shoes. You had to take them off to get down here. He was just like sitting somewhere playing an acoustic guitar and heard the ruckus and ran down to help. He knows a lot of sublime songs. Yes, he does. It doesn't go well. No, but it doesn't go well for anybody. No. But then Drew puts Gunther through the announce table. So pretty definitive. I'm excited for SummerSlam. It feels like Drew is uniquely positioned to uh, get the momentum last week, lose the momentum this week, and go into SummerSlam with the lack of momentum needed to win a title. <laughs> mm -hmm. The lack of momentum needed. I know I love that. I'm ready. I, I wonder um, if that was Drew's thing. Like, I'll come back if I can win the title. Because he was right? gone. He was negotiating his contract. He was probably like, I don't want to go to AEW and have to like feud with Danhausen or some shit. Like, but I want <laughs> you guys to pay me more. I still haven't seen Danhausen and I really want to. I mean, to be fair, if I was a wrestler, going to AEW to feud with Danhausen would be my highest purpose. But I understand <laughs> if it wouldn't be Drew's. Be like, I'd probably get stuck with some other dork like jericho or something you <laughs> try to put him in the jericho appreciation society <laughs> i jericho as a wrestler i love like i've always loved watching jericho wrestle yes. but i know he's he's not the best person ever but 
Oh no, is he oh, not? Wow. I don't know a ton about Chris Jericho, which is kind of by design. <laughs> I think his wife is like super into right wingy sort of conservative I, stuff. It checks out because I think he's very Christian. Yeah. So anyway, right. I might well, be. I I'm not saying that's fact because I could be way off. But anyway. Anyhow. Um. So we get to the again the main attraction of. The- not a main event the main it's not wrestling but it's still pretty good <laughs> and it's the finn and seth contract signing and when this started i made a comment to my spouse i was like this episode feels like a raw has felt like very t- chatty to me i feel like there's just yes. like lots of talking like yes. not a ton of wrestling just lots of like plot movement which i'm honestly fine with because yeah they need to do some more goddamn work to set up some of these things for SummerSlam because they did a good job with a lot of WrestleMania stuff, but it's like just mm-hmm. just a little more work, buddy. Just a, just a little bit of plot building. Bring it home, yeah. So they're sassing each other. Finn and Damien are sassing each other because that's what they do. Seth trying to wheedle in underneath Finn's armor, saying, "You know, as soon as you win, Damien's gonna cash in on you." Pretty mean. And announces. That SummerSlam is going to be the end of the Judgment Day. That is a big announcement, and it's I think he could prediction. be right. I think it's. I think there's a very good chance it's the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. Yes, which, as you know, is like the sweetest place to be, right? Because all the real <laughs> bitchy drama is yet to come. So they're just going to like unravel it all the way through into WrestleMania. It's like and probably behind beyond. It's like a rubber band ball, right? And you peel off one at a time. Yeah. So you've got like 2,000 rubber bands in there to go through. Which is not the same as a rubber match. <laughs> no, that's different. We learned that last week. That's very different. <laughs> so as this is going on, the other three Jugement Day members come out to be menacing. Yes. Um, one of the more embarrassing moments in wrestling, I think, happened during this for me personally anyway, like embarrassment by proxy, mm. which is when Finn said he was going to make Seth his seven-year bitch. <laughs> yeah, like saying it. I can't even say it. It's so what? awkward. I want to Seven-year itch? You're not married, dude. I want to sit him down Chris Hansen style and be like, tell me about how we got here today. Walk me through where you were like, well, seven year itch is a thing in relationships. And like, we've been embroiled in this thing and bitch is a rude thing to say to someone. And it rhymes. So I honestly think it's like, no, 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 it was so uncomfortable. Terrible. It was not good. Not good. So Damien looked like he was going to cash in there for a hot minute. It, it was a hot minute. I'm not, for me, it was a hot minute. Um, I don't hate <laughs> anything those two do together. So. This is all wonderful content. Like I'm all over it. Sammy ran, runs into help. Like yes, all of our favorites. Like if, if, yes! if Jaseph appeared and got embroiled, that would be, I'd be like, okay, this is it. This is everybody. This is great. This- I am 100% living my best wrestling life right now. <laughs> the amazing. things that I like are always here. They're always the most important things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like going to the ice cream store and they always have your favorite flavors. It's every a wonderful time. time to be alive. Yes. It's beautiful. 
That is so beautiful. <sighs> Thanks, wrestling. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Not a real bitchy letter this week to Dad, so well, we did enjoy say it, it while you can. We did say it was going to be a birthday card this week. Oh, that's so. true. Happy birthday, Dad. Happy Sorry birthday, we're late. Dad. We appreciate you, and like all kids, we did not get it together to get your card in time, but it doesn't mean nope, we love sorry. you any less. That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, is there anything else you'd like to say about Raw or wrestling in general this week? I was really mad about something about how this ended. Ooh, okay. So the Judgment Day, like, you know, they beat up Seth pretty definitively. Yes. At, at the end of the show. And then everyone does their finisher on him. Everyone except our lady of eradication, Rhea Ripley. Well, of course Why not. She's not allowed to. Finisher. Oh, it made me so mad. It's stupid. It is stupid. I'm just like, guys, like, if she's good enough to kick him, she's good enough to do her finisher on him. Come on. If she's good enough to have wrestled dudes before on the show, like, I, you know, you know, you all know my feelings about this. I don't need to rant about it. I just, I just want them to get it together and give me what I want in this one verse. I, I know I was just talking about how I'm getting everything I want, so this is very selfish. But like, <laughs> this is another thing I want. I want the world. I want the whole world. I want that for you. Thank you. Because I want that for me. Right. We are united in our interest. Ugh. Someday. It'll Someday happen. Mm-hmm. In our lifetime, it'll happen. What if like you know, Sammy and KO have to drop the titles because of KO's injury. And like Sammy does his thing for a while and KO comes back and Sammy's like, we got to go after the tag team titles. And KO's like, but first I have to fight Rhea Ripley. Yes. Because like, I hate her and she helped break <laughs> my ribs. And also I hate her. That would be so and great. she doesn't follow the rules. I would love that so much. So yeah, that would that would make it all up to me, Dad, if you were listening. Quick side note: today is the International Day of Friendship. So Aww. happy Friendship Day, friend! Happy Friendship Day, greatest friend! Well, thanks for joining us this week. Next week is going to be very exciting because we will offer our SummerSlam predictions, and it's going to be the conclusion of the first season of the Wrestling Is For Girls podcast. So join us next week, please, because I think that'll be a lot of fun. Also, who doesn't love to hear our predictions because they're never right. 